So the question is, Negea, to every single parent that has a struggling child, and it comes up many times throughout the year, comes up on Shoshani and Kippasukis a month, comes up Hanukkah, comes up Purim, comes up Pesach also. And um, the main thing to understand is that if we don't react to the situation the same way that every person would naturally react to a child in the hospital, then we're not going to be matriarch. We, we understand that somebody struggling Bagashmius, Banafshius, and Baruchmius is, especially in our group, stage four, but they're really in danger. But even if someone is in just Ruchmius stage four, that they're not keeping Chavez and they're not from. And we know that the only way to get them back is through connection. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. Just like somebody could die, somebody in Ruchnius, it's a spiritual death. And they fell off the boat. And imagine, I always say the example of the family that's on the boat, having a good time, could have six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven other kids, and everybody's having a good time. And we have great plans. You know, we're going to go to the Rebbe. We're going to go here. We're going to travel here. Pesach, we go to the hotel. All kinds of plans. Stay home. Whatever the plans are. Home is also sometimes a good plan. And that's normal, normal, quote-unquote, normal activity, what we do. And that's wonderful. Somebody falls off the boat. We're going to continue with normal and stick in the fact that we have somebody drowning. We're still going to go and, and, and have our regular plans. And now, what are we going to do with our kid? And then parents, they go ahead and they make a big mistake. They go speak to the, to the patient. They never want you to put yourself out. They never want to feel like a never case. They never want to ruin your plans. Hi, we were all planning on going to, to Israel, to the whatever, the Waldorf or to the plaza. Or we were all planning on going to the Rebbe. We are all planning on going... But if you want, we'll stay home. They say, don't do me a favor. They, they have very, they're very sensitive. First of all, I'm not a never case. Second of all, I don't want to ruin everybody's time. We're all planning on going to Disney World for, for Pesach. But no, if, if you don't want us to go, we'll, we'll, we'll be miserable. We're willing to stay with you here and, and be miserable. That's the way to talk. So would we talk like that to a patient who had cancer, who had sick? You know, like, we all want to have fun, but, you know, you're in the hospital, so, you know. Who do you want, uh, who should ruin their young tiff and stay with you? Should mommy stay with you, or do you want your sister to stay with you? Someone's going to have to ruin their lives, so, you know. Don't do me any favors. Go have a good time. I'm fine. I'm not interested in this. Talking with the patient is a sign of a lack of, of focus on the behalf of the caretakers. We know that we have a tafkit. Why do we have a tafkit? Hashem wanted us, for our tikkun, to save this drowning person. It's the greatest chus that we could have for ourselves. The Zayar Kaddish in Paris' Truma says there's nothing greater that anybody alive could do for Hashem more than being mishtadel, 
trying to run after those who stray. Run after means even if they say, go, go, go. No, no, no. Where am I going to have my most terhoibin Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur and Sukkot? Is it going to be by the Rebbe? No, it's going to be taking care of going to the hospital and, and, and taking care of my sick brother or sister. Even without Minyan. And trying to go back and, and, and bring back in those who stray. Best way to prove this is a story that I heard directly from Hagoyim Avram Shur, Shlita's Zayimazunt. He said it on the yard site of the Beis Yisrael. I was there. The Haile Gabais Yisrael, the Gerrebbe. You don't get holier than that, right? And he walked out. This is still in Poland. He was a young man, but he was a very holy person. And before Mincha, in Anyam Kippur, he walked outside Anyam Kippur and he saw a Jew, Machal Yom Kippur. Machal Shabbos is, is, is really Shabbos is higher, but for us emotionally, Machal Yom Kippur. Ah. And we know the basis of was a big Kanoi. He's very sharp, very sharp. So you would expect, I mean, you know, he's coming head to head, basis with his Sharfkite, with his Godless and his, his, Kedusha, and seeing a, a, a lowly Jew being Michal in Kippur, what did he do? Started schmoozing with him. Because the, the way to eventually be able to be mashpia on somebody, to influence somebody, is by having a connection. So how do you have a connection? By schmoozing. How are you? What's doing? Didn't say a word about in Kippur. Didn't condemn him didn't yell at him, didn't get upset and say, how could you, how could you do this on Yom Kippur? That doesn't work. That just creates hatred. Rejection creates hatred. Convince him, come inside, that wouldn't work for him. He's so far. Starts with a conversation. And he just schmoozed with him until after Yom Kippur. And he missed Mincha, he missed Ni'ilah, and Mariv with Minyan on Yom Kippur. It's hard to understand. Why didn't he tell him, listen, my dear friend, I want to schmooze with you more. Schmooze 10, 15 minutes, say, I really like you. I want to schmooze with you more. But, you know, I have a busy meeting to go to. <laughs> if he doesn't want to say Yom Kippur, I have a very important place to go. Tonight, please, let's, tomorrow. Obviously, he didn't look at it as a downgrade. He didn't look at it like I'm missing. He looked at it like it's an upgrade. Like I could have Mincha with Minyan on Yom Kippur. I could have Ni'ila, the greatest hour of the year, the holiest hour of the year. But I could have something much higher. And if you learn the Zayra Kaddish, you see that what you gain from being Mishtadel, trying to chase after, to chase after those who stray, even if you're not successful, to chase after those who stray from the path and to try to bring them back, learn the Zayra Kaddish. It says it's the greatest thing you could do for Hashem more than any mitzvah, 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 nothing else you can do. It's an upgrade. It was like, wow, I'm going to work. If I call in sick, I'm going to lose $200. But all of a sudden, I see over here a stack of hundreds, thousands of dollars. So of course I'm going to miss work. I'm going to call in sick. I'll lose the payday the day of pay, because 
I'm going to gain a hundred times as much. It's an upgrade, not a downgrade. Says Rabbi Ramshur Shlita that at the end of his life, the Baisisrul, the Holy Rebbe, he reflected back on this event and he said, This is one Avera, quote unquote, Avera. This is one Avera. I never regretted doing this Avera. Missing Mincha, Mi'ila, Amara. By the way, I don't know what happens. You could have Amara afterwards. I guess you can dab Tushman Tushman to make up for, for Mincha. You can't even make up Mi'ila. It's a, it's not even something you can, you can make up. He lost it. This is one Avera. I never, never regretted this Avera. And then he added, even though I didn't accomplish anything. If I would tell you I gave up my Kippur, and then when I'm 120, I say, I never regretted giving up that Yom Kippur when I was 30 years old, because now that boy is from, and he has dairies, dairies, a thousand offspring. That Hashem Mitzvah, you would say, I hear that. He said, I didn't get the account. I didn't accomplish anything. The man never became from, I didn't accomplish, I still never regretted doing this Aveira. So if that's what the basis show could say, what do we say? We have a month where we can take care of our children who are struggling, and that by the end of the month, the NKN, the Nafshik Shur Banafshik, will be so much higher, whether it's with parents or siblings. Anybody from. And that is ultimately, in a year or two, you may not see the results, but and you will get your kids back. And we get paid from Hashem much more than anything else. So we can't just say it's business as usual. We have to go and do this, and this is what we normally do. And there's no normal. Somebody fell overboard, and time is ticking. The longer that they're Overboard, the easier that they get eaten up by the sharks who are waiting to gobble them up and they get pulled into all these organizations that are looking for them and hatred and depression and suicidal thoughts, nafshi's problems, gashmi's problems, ruchni's problems, infections, you end up with a Gaisha girlfriend, a Gaisha boyfriend. Time is ticking. So we have to look at it that our number one, our number one focus is the patient. So instead of doing what we normally do, if we know that there's something that we can do which is going to create more connection, we don't ask. We surprise. Surprise, we're going to Panama. Surprise, we're going to Greece. Surprise, wherever we can go. Even if it's just renting an Airbnb and renting out your place in in, 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 uh, in Yushalayim or in Israel, whatever, wherever you live, renting it out and, and, and just going a few hours away to a cabin or to a place. And we can do it with Minyan. We could always find the Chabad. You can call Chabad and ask them, is there an Airbnb five minutes away, ten minutes away that you can go? We don't even have to lose Minyan. Where can we go that we're going to have a month now that by the end of the month, by the end of the week, by the end of the two weeks, we should have the greatest NKN with this patient, with this child. To save them, the Gashmis and the Nafshis and the and that's our focus. And when we have that focus, things are clear. We don't ask, 
would you like us to stay here and ruin our life for you? Never works out. We think what's going to blow the mind of this kid, that Nebuch, Nebuch, that they're not keeping Rosh Hashanah, mostly not keeping him Kippur, and we can get next Yom Kippur. Whether it's going to be next Yom Kippur or three or four, it's going to be earlier than it would have been if we ignore him. Such an opportunity because there's a lot of wasted time, meaning that we don't go to work, and a lot of downtime, and we could be bonding, whether it's Orlando, or whether it's just in Poconos, or whatever it is, whatever your kid likes. Switzerland, I don't know. It's a big world. And we have money in the Kip Fund to help. We can't spend so much, so much, so much. But if you, you have a budget, but look what you could accomplish. That's the goal. It's not going to be regular. Let him stay inside and we have gefilte fish and another gefilte fish and another gefilte four Four meals, six meals sometimes of gefilte fish. It's too much gefilte fish. And yantif and everybody's derhoven and everybody's going to shul and everybody's this. And he feels like, you know, so much Shabbos. Shabbos is hard for them. A lot of them retreat to their to their rooms, or if you have good NKN, they'll come to the Shabbos table, but it's still, it's hard. A lot of, you see the Machsayim around, and the Lulavim around, and then this around. At least give them a change, at least at least if you're in New York. So find a cheap place in Florida or Orlando. If it's too expensive, go to a cheap place, find a, in Jacksonville, Florida, there's a beautiful Chabad Shliach. Everywhere there's a beautiful Chabad Shliach. That's how we know we're bringing Mashiach. I had a Satan family, and... Um, they were, their daughter was, was, was brought in from far away, far away from Satmar. She ended up getting close to a Chabad Shliach. And he was sitting here in the back over here and he says, Buri Hashem Falababich. I said, ah, oh, you see, we're bringing Mashiach. When a Satmar Chosset says, Buri Hashem Falababich. Yeah, they're, they're out there everywhere. The Rebbe sent them everywhere and they're here to save us. So you find some place you can go with your budget, with your family, and you explain which kids should come? The ones that are, have a heart, the ones that are close, the ones that are not close also should come. You work it out. They say, Hashata Abdi, Now we're slaves. We shouldn't look at it like that. Now we have opportunity. It's the biggest chus that we have, but we're slaves to the, to, to a situation. We can't do what we would love to do. Hashanah Abad will be, he'll be, be healthier. He'll come with us. We'll be able to make plans. We'll be able to do regular stuff next year or two years or three years. But now we have a patient and it becomes very clear to us as soon as we think, what would we do if he was in the hospital? Would we all just leave and send pictures? Would we leave one person to sleep on the floor? We have to look at it like that. And here, Baruch Hashem, you don't have to be in the hospital. The hospital is wherever he is or she is. The hospital is wherever you go. And that's the focus, not to lose these weeks. And to, to, this is, this is upgrading our Yiddishkeit and having family, aunts, uncles that are not so close to bring them close and have them come and let them feel and let her feel surrounded by family, everybody complimenting. Go to a place that you don't have to worry about anybody looking down and with those eyes. And it could be them and we could be us and we embrace and surround that. That was the whole home sweet home. Why did they all become from? And the few that didn't become from, we're not anti, tried to be from, they just didn't have family to go back to, but 95% left from. Why? Because it was so much of us, and we gobbled them up, but not in anti and in rejection, in love, in acceptance. And then Mamish, they, they, they ended up, when they were ready to make a life decision, they said, I want to be like them. 
I want to, I want to have a wife. I want to have kids. And they were so anti and they switched. And that's our job. It can't be as fast as Psalm Sweet Home. We had a whole staff and everything. It takes time until your kid is ready. Sometimes it takes many years, but that's our tough kid until this child is healthy and everybody has to be brought in. That's why I do the family meetings. We had such a beautiful family meeting to chizik for all of the siblings and all of the brothers and the aunts, the uncles to understand number one, the chiyuv, the chiyuv, the responsibility not to ignore me, not to go into a Shoshani and Kippur that I'm ignoring my brother and sister in pain when I could be helping them and saying, Hashem, and please help me and give me and give me. And Hashem saying, what are you doing for your brother? You want Rachmanus? Are you giving Rachmanus to your brother and sister? You're ignoring them. And they're riding away, sometimes physically in danger, emotionally in danger, psychologically. You don't visit them. You don't liven the person up. You only you do chesed for an old age home, uh, for, 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 and not for your brother and sister. That's, that's your brother and sister. You overlove them in the Torah. It's a responsibility. It's a grave avera to, to ignore someone that Hashem puts in your life. It's within your Dalar Amis and the Chazanish and the Valshemtev. And everybody says you just have to have a non judgmental heart. Don't think you're better. And have Rachmanus. And go out of your comfort zone and say, I love you and I like you and spend time and effort. You have a responsibility. The sin that is involved in ignoring a family, any family, anybody that you have within your range, a neighbor, he's within your range. I can't call your kid, but your neighbors, and everybody has to be Makarim. And to give up, and to, to buy a nice gift, and to say, I like you, and to make them feel wanted. That's the whole, the whole reason we have this in our dar. This is going to bring Mashiach. This is, this is our tafkin of the dar. There's no question. The Nesiva Shalom, who says, just like every child has his own so too every dar has their own every dar has its tafkid. What's the tafkid of the previous dar? So the Nesiv Shalom says to rebuild after the Holocaust, to rebuild Torah. What's the tafkid of our dar? We see almost we see that we have an opportunity, a responsibility. We see diamonds all over, all over diamonds. And, and to go with an open heart, a beautiful heart, like all the tzaddikim did. Rabbi Aaron Shechta's chusiyog in Elena was just nifted. Rabbi Aaron Shechta's shiva of Chaim Berlin. God Ladar was walking on Shabbos on Friday night and he saw four bachram smoking on Shabbos. What did he say? Why can't we follow our leaders? That's why I, I just got a, my first um, uh, raising royalty. The book they sent me. They sent me two copies in the airmail. It's going to be. It's going to be in store. That's why I'm putting together the 700 stories and quotes. We should learn from this. Why can't we just be like the Gedolim? That's what they're for. To copy the Gedolim. To follow their their lead. He said, "Boys, I love you. If there's anything ever that I can do for you, don't hesitate to come to me." Godless. Why is that so hard? When the Ketanim say, Shegitz, Shabbos, they do all the things to Merachit, the child. And one of the boys, it says, on that Sunday, knocked on the Rosh Hashiva's door. He said, I, I, I want to change my life. And the Shiva helped him, and he sent him to Yeshiva, and he's built a beautiful family. The other three, I don't know, I, I didn't follow. But that one boy, 
We know. So imagine you go with the four boys and you get one. That's pretty good. Imagine if everyone in Klai Yisrael would focus. So first of all, it's a, it's a lab in the Torah, if said, it goes on this as well. Just like you can't ignore a family member in the hospital. Just like you can't ignore a family member that doesn't have money. You can't ignore a family member that's suffering physically, emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually. You have to be makara. Like all the G'dayim said. No, we have to go away. We have to go on vacation. We have to go to our Rebbe. We have to work on our Rukhness. No, you have to focus on the ones who are struggling. The strong have to care for the weak. So first of all, it's a chiv. And it's a, it's a very not to do it. Not for now. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But look what Yaakov Avinu, who could be greater than Yaakov Avinu? One of the Ragway Ashkina, Yaakov Loimais, he never did a sin. And yet he was punished terribly because he didn't care for his brother Esau as he should have. And he had to run away 22 years to be on the run. He lost being able to sit and learn to Medrash. Says the Medrash, because someone who's hired Nefesh B'Shegeik, someone who kills someone by accident, Chayat Dolos. What does that do with Vayelech Yaakov? Vayetze Yaakov. What does that do with Vayetze Yaakov? Says, because, so Samus spells it out very clear. He was busy with learning, and he had a brother. He should have been the character. Says really, it's it's hired b'meizid because he didn't take care of Esav, but it was downgraded to a b'shaygeg because Yaakov Avinu didn't think he could do it. So only he was hired b'shaygeg, and still chayev galos. He had to go instead of learning twenty hours a day, Yaakov Avinu, and, and going for breakfast, lunch, and supper down the block to his parents. He had to go on the run for twenty-two years, and then he stole all his money. He had no money. He went from being the rich kid to nothing, and to have to deal with Lavan and to have to work. To go into business instead of being a coiling man. And then he got punished, neither connected neither, that he didn't do Kibadah for 22 years. He lost Yosef for 22 years. He lost Yosef, his, his connection, his, his, his whole Yosef was the, was the most connected to him. His Talmud Muvak, he lost, he couldn't see him for 22 years, punished. Terrible, because he didn't, and that was Esau, who was a Russia, Marusha, Esau a Russia. Who was a, a, a murderer? Oyved Avodazara. Yaakov should have tried. Try all he had to do was try. He wouldn't. He, w- he would have been home for twenty-two years. He never saw his mother again. So the avera is terrible. The responsibility is unbelievable, and the schar, even if we fail, is incredible. Zayra Kaddish is incredible. So what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we looking for? The Kai to go to a rebbe to go to to enjoy our davening, our nanuim. Meanwhile, we have it right in front of us, the greatest responsibility, opportunity, for schar. And everybody has to know. And the person has to make a cheshman and nefesh. Everyone in the family has to make a cheshman and nefesh. I have a nephew who's struggling. Maybe I should go spend yantif somewhere near him. Maybe I should go stay yantif near the hospital when my mother was in the hospital. We didn't go away. We stayed Shabbos. In, in a little room, and we went to visit her. And she was in a coma. She didn't even know. You don't abandon people. So when people are sick in the hospital, a, a, a smart brother, a sister, sister-in-law, brother-in-law, aunt, uncle, married, this, grandparents, you know, friends, they go ahead and they say, what are we doing? We have a problem. We have a, we have a, 
a friend or someone that we know in NYU hospital. We can't just leave him there for two days. You have to rotting away. No, let's bring food and we'll get food. We'll make a matzah. Liven him up. You think there's a greater mitzvah? Is there a greater schus for the new year? Is there a greater Pesach you could have? Is there a greater Yontif you could have? There's no greater schus that we can do for ourselves as human beings, as caring people, and as Erlich Hayyidin following the footsteps of our 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 tzaddikim, and there's so many stories in raising royalty. I have six thousand stories. This one only has seven hundred. There's so many of them. So many stories of of tzaddikim, of tzaddikim. There's a story. I'm not going to ruin the whole the whole the whole book by telling you the story. But there's somebody, a big tzaddik. I'm not going to say who. And he went on a bus on Yom Kippur. He took the money from from the sheshiva of Tayyavadas, who had money for his taxi home. He said, "Take the money." On Yom Kippur, he went by bus to visit an almana whose husband died and the son died and he was worried about her. A whole story. And he went on Yom Kippur by bus and he spent 25 hours with Almana. And he gave up the whole Yom Kippur down. Or whatever he gave up. I mean, Tzadikim gave up of themselves. In Shlomka's villa, the Heiliger of Shlomka's villa, Ish Pela and Tzadik Pela, I mean, Tzadik Yisoy Doilam, he was seen on the way in Kippur. You saw somebody, a Jew, that his his um, his pipes, his sewer pipe broke, and and his toilets were were you know it was overflowing. And he took off his kittel and his house and he jumped inside and he was all full of sewage on the way to shul. And somebody said, Rebbe, on the way to Yom Kippur, this is what this is what you're doing. He said, I'm being Isaac, just like the Kayanim and the Beis in Yom Kippur. They read the Kayanim were full of blood. And he's full of sewage to help Nachayi, to help another Jew. Nothing greater. It's brought down that if you're on the way to Yom Kippur, to Davin, imagine your mindset. We're so holy and you have the kittel and everything. And a friend of yours says, I have something on my heart. Can we go for a walk? I want to talk to you. Tzadikim say you should go for a walk instead of Kol Nidre. We don't live like that because we weren't trained like that. So we don't know how to have that fifth, and the sixth, we're up to the sixth already, right? We don't know, but that's how tzaddikim thought. But at least to plan out, we have now a month that we don't have that much work. There's not that much loss. Where can we go to make? We could do. We could do six months of NKN of trips and stuff. We could do it in a month, or in two weeks, or in a week. What can we do? How, that's the focus. Not what's the minimum that we can do. What's the maximum that we can do? In that in that schos, we should be zayichet to a good year. In that schos, we zayichet to all the brachas of the Zayra Kaddish that says that you get zayichet to have nachas from children and grandchildren. Schos to have children. Schos to have grandchildren. People who are struggling to have children. Nebuch, nebuch, so many people struggle. Go outside and find these puppies. They're not dogs. They're not animals. They're puppies. They're cute. They're waiting for our love. And, and invite them in and be nice to them and do it under somebody's guidance. You know, you have to know how to do it and, and be Makar, be Makar of Eden. They all have great grandparents in Shemaim who are crying. Please, somebody help my child. Please, they're sweet. We know how sweet they are. They're so good. They're so sweet and they're so lost. They're so confused and they want us to bring them back. And how do you bring them back? No more, sir. Love. I like you. You're welcome to come to my house. I brought up my kids like that. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. The fum tzara agra. We get paid 
We get paid when it's uncomfortable. We pay, we get paid for what we give up. And it's the best, I could tell you, the best chinuch for your children. My children did not lose anything. Even though they so chil Shabbos at a young age, doesn't make them want to see, I, I think it's better. They saw it's not glamorous. They saw, they didn't see, ooh, look. They saw, I explained to them. I said very little to my kids. I just told them what Rav Steinman says to say. Rav Steinman's at Tzal said very clearly, you take your kids with tears in your eyes and you say, Moishi, Yochani, he's not doing the right thing. They're not living the right way. It's so sad. And their behavior is between them and Hashem. But we need to know what does Hashem want from us? He wants us to be Makar of them. He wants us to be Makar of them with chains and ropes of love. He wants us to make them feel more comfortable in our home than anywhere else. So the Steinman said, the greatest chinuch for the children, teach them how to deal with it, not don't look, don't see, oh, I don't want my kids to know that they have a sister who's, who's off the derech. I don't want them to know that they have an aunt or an uncle that's not, they know everything anyway. It's all open. They're going to find it. They're going to see it. And sometimes they look out and it looks good to them. You show them. Make them shluche derachmana. Make them shluchim. Make them, make them understand their purpose on this world, that the strong have to care for the weak. And that we're so lucky that we are zaycha to serve Hashem. And they're unfortunately struggling. And there's nothing wrong with their neshama. And they're achelikulakami malmamish. And don't judge them and don't look down at them. And whatever they're going through, maybe we would be worse. Basic Judaism. And bring up our children and, and everybody to understand that this is our tafkid of our generation and to maximize every day, every day, especially when we have a, a stretch of a yantif or, or, or something where we can go ahead and we can gain schusim for ourselves. Be selfish. Be selfish. A person can work his whole life and go from $15 to $20 to $25 an hour to $50 an hour to $100 an hour. A person wants to become rich. We know what to do. You hire people. One person, he has five people working for him, 10 people working for him, 20 people working for him. And he gets a little bit of each one. That's how you build an empire. You can be Makara of five people. Ten people, you get a commission, it says in the Svarim Akhtashim, every time they do a mitzvah. And it's so easy to be Makara. Easy. It's work, but it's easy. And it's doable. And you can have a hundred, uh, ten, twenty, thirty, whatever people you can go out and be Makara. Every time they keep Shabbos, every time they do a mitzvah, you get a commission. That's how you, you, you build an empire. There's an opportunity for us, but we have to have focus and we have to be ready to give up. We have to be ready to give up of ourselves in order to focus on the mission of Ma Hashem Alekecha Shayel Meimcha, like the Nesiv Shalom says in the Akdama and Chelik Aleph, the Akdama, the introduction of of of, of Peregvav, it's called Ma Hashem Alekecha Shayel Meimcha. What does Hashem want from you, Meimcha Daika, from you specifically, you? And every moment of every day, famous Nesiv Shalom, Darizal, Einadoyma. There's no, it's not similar one day to another day from the day of creation until the end of the world. And it's not similar one person to another person. And every person has to figure out in every day what Hashem wants from me now. And he says, very, very sharp, that if a person does something, even, even Avaidus Hashem, but it wasn't Avaidus Hashem that Hashem wanted from him, 
Yes, we have, an, we have a slonomy here. You're shaking your hand. What does he say? It's called by the tzaddikim, Avoidah Zara. Because it's Avoidah Shehizara Loi. It's not your job. I hired you to build me a beautiful dining table, and you work very hard. I come at the end of the month, and you made me 12 beautiful chairs. Very nice. I didn't ask you for chairs. I wanted a table. We could be doing Avoidah Hashem. But Hashem says, I gave you a sibling. I gave you a relative. I gave you a neighbor. I gave you all around in your community a job to do, to save Doris. And you went ahead and you, you daven the story of the Chavetz Chaim. He was very sick. He was in bed. And it's brought down. And he knew the halacha. And there were two bachrim that were assigned in case he needs anything. He wakes up. They're not there. A few minutes later, they come back. And he said, where were you? They said, we saw that you were sleeping. We went to daven Marev. We would expect the Chavetz Chaim to say, ah, very smart. Because I was sleeping anyway. He says, I think the words are, Yeshlecha, Zaken, Chayla, you know, you have over here an old sick person and you went to go over there? That wasn't your Avaidah. Avaidah was to be here in case I need you. So what are we doing? Of course you need Astair, you need to ask your Rav, but the focus is not to chap a minion when there's something greater. You have to make sure it's greater. But Hashem is giving us all these opportunities in our dar, and that has to be the focus of every single yid. And it's honestly very foolish to ignore what's going on around you until chas v'shalom, it gets closer and closer. It's very foolish because the payoff, the Zerah Kaddish Parish says, Shuma, please learn it. You get Olam and you get Olam Haba. That's what he says. He says, you go up higher than you can from any other mitzvah masam type that you could do. So you're getting offered, I'm going to pay you, I'm going to pay you a million dollars to spend the next month. Every person who spends the next month with anybody who is struggling physically, emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually, anybody who's down and out, anybody who's weak, I'll pay everybody who's strong one million dollars. Everybody would line up. What do you mean? No, we normally do this. We normally do a million dollars. That's what you get. And that's where you have to teach our children. I hope this video helps to get everybody focused. You have a question? Yes, get asked. Of course, everybody follows the asked. But this is very clearly the message of our dark, the purpose of our dark, because it's all over. You walk by the parks, you see. Go to 7-Eleven in Muncie, go anywhere. Full of Yiddish Shekindah, full of Jewish holy souls that are strewn about. Reish Kalchutza is Eichel. How could this be? Hey, look at families, grandparents, parents, grandparents, great-grandparents. And, and, and their children don't know any. They're so disconnected, so hurt, they're so in pain. And we have the medicine. We have the medicine. There was somebody very famous, with Israel Tauber, so many people. He was a Holocaust survivor. And in Shalheves, he was Makar of so many people. He came here to a group. He was sitting here. He said that the spiritual crisis is like a spiritual cancer. And he said, and the chemo is what we're doing. Twisted parenting. We have a chance to do chemo on hundreds of people together as a group of scholars. Focus. We require everybody that's struggling. There's no greater thing we can do for ourselves. So that should be the focus over all of these times of the year. There are four difficult times for kids. Winter, summer, spring, and fall.
And we have to go ahead and focus all of our kaikas on all those times, especially Yantav, especially Yantav season. We have extra time. We can go ahead, maybe, maybe a Cholomite, we don't do trips, we don't do this, we don't do that. It doesn't matter what we don't do. Now we do. We have very chosh 